Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Film Frat Podcast Episode Two. Episode Two. It's it's been in the it's been in the making. Um, I'm I'm glad we're here. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad we're here. Uh, we made it to a second one, bro. Yeah, <laughs> it's crazy. The pilot episode. Enough, right? Would you uh would you think of that first episode? Dude, I loved it, bro. It's a good yeah. time, man. Yeah. What, what was the feedback like? Oh, good feedback, bro. Like, all the homies loved it. Yeah. Yeah, family checked it out, too. They liked it, too. So. Yeah. How many views is it at so far? It's, a, it's over 100 now, so, like, is it? definitely, like, to get that. That yeah. was within a week, too. That's within being a out there, so, mm-hmm. that, to get that within Crazy. a week. Crazy. Yeah, a lot of people hit me up, like, really just, you know, tell me how much they enjoyed and stuff. And not to, like, obviously boast about it, but I'm... I'm personally really happy with the way it went. I mean, we just want to be out here talking about stuff that, you know, should be talked about and what we find interesting. Yeah, dude, I was super, like, psyched with how it came out. Like, definitely, like, for that being our first one, it felt felt like it went pretty well. Yeah, yeah. and I mean, obviously, we've been talking about starting stuff for a while now, and I'm just glad that this is, you know, step one. Obviously, there's a lot more in the making. Uh, We'll touch on that more stuff with, like, Jonah and and what he's got going on and what the future looks like for Film Fred and... Certain projects we're gonna be uploading, so stay tuned for that. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, lots been going on, man. It's yeah, been dude. a yeah, it's dude. been a been, interesting 2022 so far. Yeah, cause like it's kind of been in the making for a while. Like I mean, we've been talking about doing something together for a while now, like yeah. since like freshman year of college yeah. and stuff like that. But like yeah, it's kind of like the ball's starting to get rolling and stuff like that. So it's yeah, it's yep. fun, dude. It's exactly, fun. and um, eventually we'll uh we'll work on mango juice. Yeah, dude. Imagine. Eventually, yeah, that is mango big juice right there. That's been a long. Let's time. just say it'll uh it'll be a featured film that's yeah long time in the making. <laughs> long time, long time in the idea process and making. Know. Like we've we've talked on that for a long time. How would you explain it? Let's say mango juice is our uh super bad mm-hmm. that that yeah. super bad to to um seth rogan mm-hmm. that's what mango juice yeah. will be to us yeah. so it will be it'll be a fun movie bro I'm, I'm <laughs> eventually eventually right. it's in the works but but uh yeah as of as of right now now that we're on the topic of, of films and movies uh obviously the batman just dropped mm-hmm. shout out to robert pattison and, yeah. and the crew over there would you think i didn't watch it yeah um i didn't have the time but i, I am gonna go would, would you think uh, so I don't want to get into it too much because I don't. No wanna, spoilers. Don't um, want to do spoilers. Yeah, please. Because it just came out, mm-hmm. and I like I want to wait till it gets that Spider-Man hype where all the spoilers yep. are out already, and yep. then we can talk spoilers then. But uh, overall, I thought it was a fun take on Batman, mm-hmm. and I have some thoughts about like Robert Pattinson's performance in particular. So what? I remember reading when when it first got announced, seeing the cast and whatnot, a lot of people were very skeptical about his rendition of what Batman should be. Personally, yeah. I don't hate him. No, you know, I don't I, hate him either. I, yeah, he's actually in one of my favorite movies, uh, Good Time. Oh, He yeah, does yeah, yeah. a killer job in that, so I kind of like thought he had acting chops. Like For sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was in, I don't know if you saw Lighthouse, but... Kind of a Ooh, yeah. re- Shout out very to, different one, and yeah. like he does a good job in that too. But um, that's um, that who, who dropped that? What what company was that? That was a twenty four. A twenty four. Shout out a twenty four. Well, market yeah, marketed by a twenty four and mm-hmm. stuff. So yeah, that was so. I between those two movies, I was like, I thought he had some like yeah. pretty decent acting chops, and I I really didn't even think twice about it. Like I was like, I thought he would do a decent job like would I, you like twilight uh i've never <laughs> seen twilight you've never seen no. Twilight. okay oh man yeah. it's one of those things where like you watch because it's it's twilight you know it's but 
I'm not the the lore and the fan base yeah, behind dude. Twilight. You know, Team Jacob, oh, man, Team yeah. Team Edward. Dude. Remember that back in the day, how oh, it was yeah, the dude. shit back in the day. Middle dude. schoolers like, oh my god, I'm Team Edward. I'm Team Jacob. I was like, bruh. it's kind of crazy. I've never seen him because my mom like loves him. Your mom and loves him. Mac- Mackenzie's been wanting, like giving me shit for not seeing them since. Like, yeah. So yeah, maybe you should sit down with her and watch them. Maybe uh, I don't. They're not my favorite. But going back to Batman, to the boy, yeah, yeah. Batman, yeah. Like, so yeah. what do you think of his performance? Like I said, let's not yeah, get too deep into. Don't want to get too deep into it, but overall, I to like put it like pretty briefly, I was pretty disappointed with, with the movie with or no his, his performance. performance. Okay, with his performance, Why? just one dimensional, bro. It was really one dimensional to me. It was okay. I, it like I feel like when you have like a and I don't want to go off too much, but like when you go like talk about like the Dark Knight, Christian, mm-hmm. you had like. Bruce Wayne and mm-hmm. you had Batman. Like they Correct. were kind of separate characters. They're like, different you could entities. Very much differentiate the two. Mm-hmm. With Robert Pattinson in this one, I felt like he was just giving like the same performance for each, and it just like, every, I, I honestly liked almost every other character better than the him. supporting cast. Yeah, right. I did. So. so Obviously, it's important. I'm glad you mentioned the the difference between Bruce Wayne and Batman and how there's two separate entities because it is important because it's a huge part of the of the film and it's a huge part of, of what makes the superhero Definitely Batman like the two lives, the two like, different. You know the huge lore behind Batman, the history, his family, and whatnot. So, like I said, I haven't seen it yet, but if you say it's disappointed and it's just so one dimensional, I mean, it was. And do you think that's his fault or would you say it's more of the writing? Dude, I he. Must have had, like, <laughs> I would say not even, this is probably stretching it, but, like, uh-huh. he barely had any lines, bro. He barely had any lines, like, at all. Really? Yeah. Like, it was super dry. Mm. Um, I'll say, like, uh, I thought, because this is, I don't want, this is aside from Robert Pattinson, but someone I thought did really well in it mm-hmm. was uh, Zoe Kravitz. She played she Catwoman. Played, yep. And okay. usually... Like, I'm not super into Catwoman. I don't yeah. really like her character usually. But, mm-hmm. like, I actually thought she did a really good job. You know, from some some of the reviews I've seen so far, I heard that the dynamic between Catwoman and Batman was good. Yeah, that I was I don't know decent. if you agree. Like, there, was it was good chemistry between both mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. But, like I said, going back to whether it was the writing or the actor itself. Um, I would say it was... I, I would put it more on the writing. The writing. I, I would also say, though, I heard that he would, like... It was supposed to be like a very depressing, like more dark, and more grim. depressed Batman, like very in the kind of like the Joker, kind of yeah, like okay. kind of like that, where he's just like really, kind of like down bad, down bad, <laughs> straight up, honestly. Yeah. So, uh, and I was excited for that because I was like, that sounds pretty interesting, but mm-hmm. I, I don't know, it just felt one dimensional because that was his Batman yep. thing, and then that was him as Bruce Wayne too. Yep. So it was okay, it, uh, yeah. That's, How- how long was the film? Dude, it, it was three hours. So it stretched. Was it a good three hours or was it like you? it was a chore to get through? Um, I would say it was entertaining enough, definitely. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it was like dragging on super much, mm-hmm. but I never was like extremely entertained either. You know right. I mean? Like, I wasn't like ever like... There was actually a couple scenes. I would say uh-huh. that I would say the most entertaining scenes um, actually were like... When you had the um, what was his name? Oh, uh, Penguin. Oh, Penguin. 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 Oh, he did a good okay. job, but he wasn't in it that much, to be honest. Yeah. Again, I don't want to talk about spoilers. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to get into it too okay. much. But okay, yeah. So, so the, it had good beats. It had good beats. There's good beats throughout the mm-hmm. film because 
one that was a, such a short or such a chore to get through was Batman Superman. Oh yeah, God, mm. I hate it. Like, dude, yeah. <laughs> it was just such a drag. It got boring. It just it seemed like there's too much setup. It, that's why I wanted to ask if this was kind of similar. Oh uh, no, I would I would definitely say I enjoyed this yeah. a lot more. And it was it really was just like little things that like were off to me and like the whole villain motive like was kind of like. I thought he was decent as a villain, but yeah. like, I thought they could have done something cooler with the Riddler, to be honest. Okay. Uh, okay. I was more excited. I was really hyping up the Riddler being in it. Yeah. And I, he was good, but mm-hmm. I, it felt very much like, it felt a lot like the Dark Knight a little bit. Like they were kind of like okay. ripping off the way he was, the Joker <laughs> was going about it in the Dark Knight, not ripping off, but like right. kind of like that, I guess. It felt very similar to me, so. So who who directed this? Uh, dude, that's a good question. I don't know to be okay. Honest. I was about because I was gonna ask you based on what you saw. Do you think there will be future installments within this universe at least? Dude, I I guess so. Maybe because at the end, uh, I, again. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I was about to say that's being I could, careful I get there. into it. I can yeah. kind of get into it, but um, yeah, I think there will be more future installments. I think there will Sweet. be more. Yeah, I didn't know if it was gonna be like a standalone movie, like uh, like Joker was, mm. and kind of getting into Joker because that was just phenomenal. Yeah, I love that. Like the just the story arc itself and what it encapsulates mm. from beginning to end. It seems like a complete story, but yeah. it also mm. seems like they can definitely approach a second installment. Mm. I know a lot of people say, "Oh, leave it alone." Like mm. it's a masterpiece, and sometimes you know these sequels kind of <laughs> ruin what the original sets out to be. So, um. Hopefully we'll see. I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I think it will have more installments. Yeah. The thing is, I kind of thought that Joker and this one were kind of going to be like tied into the same universe. Was it not? I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. No. Yeah, I think they're separate entities. I think. So. I think they're separate mm-hmm. stories. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I really want to see the Joker, like most recent Joker, continue, dude. Just because I do too. Because it was a good job, dude. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, who played Joker? Walking uh, Phoenix. Walking Phoenix. Shout out Walking Phoenix, dude! Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And you see, like the stuff he had to go through to prepare for the role, dude. It's insane, body dude. Insane in that movie. He bro. like sacrificed his body, sacrificed like his own mental capacity, and like just put himself through some rough stuff. Mm-hmm. But it made for such an amazing, you know, project, and oh, it was yeah. just dude, insane. I, I really enjoyed that Joker. That was the best DC movie I feel like I've it, seen in a while. And dude, it was so dark. I remember mm-hmm. there were actual warnings. Uh, before watching the film like saying if you've dealt with certain issues yeah be aware because it really? could trigger some deep emotions like that's how wow, okay. yeah that's yeah. how bad like well not bad but that's how like sensitive some stuff can be like that very yeah. psychological yeah, very and you can psychological, and yeah. throughout the film you really see the transformation of this character and like i said it could bring up you know and trigger old emotions if you were to kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. experience similar things like so kind of PTSD kind yeah exactly no yeah. that's exactly the way people explained it so it was um mm-hmm. insane yeah even i was unsettled oh yeah, yeah during yeah. a lot of the time yeah i was very unsettled throughout the film i was like damn bro mm-hmm. this is i remember nuts. I, I was really unsettled when like like i don't want to spoil it but the reveal kind of happens that like everything he's mm-hmm. been thinking mm-hmm. is not as he thought it was really yeah so yeah, yeah. i i remember that like hit my stomach i was like okay this guy <sighs> he's pretty like messed up very yeah, messed, up. messed up so, wow yeah. mm-hmm. but i mean batman what a yeah i would recommend would uh, you yeah yeah especially if you're a batman fan it's mm-hmm. you know it's a it's definitely they built 
uh, Gotham really well. Did they? Yeah, they did. I was going to say, what, what's the world like? Very How dark. They, yeah. Yeah, super dark. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah, it's in the gutters, bro. It's and they did a good job to build that, though? Mm-hmm. You really Yeah, you really, you really feel that. And okay. Like, the universe itself, I thought they did a good job building it. Mm-hmm. You know, to be honest, maybe, like, the writing itself wasn't, like, my favorite. And then, like, mm-hmm. and I don't want to put all the responsibility on Robert Pattinson's performance for not right. liking the Batman. That yeah. could have been... Having to do with the writing too, but um, yeah, uh, I I did like it though. That's good. I I think I had high expectations, maybe, yeah, and like was a little disappointed. No, no for sure. But I did like it though. No, no, that's a good point. But I mean, yeah, not to put too much stress on the writers, and not I mean, I'm gonna bring it up, not to get too much back into Spider Man because we did d- dive into that last oh, episode. Yeah, but a lot of people yeah, do blame that, yeah. a lot of people do blame the poor performance from Andrew Garfield and his Spider Mans to the writers. Yeah, because now you saw the difference with him being in the right, the yeah. new writers' hands uh, with mm-hmm. uh, uh, No Way Home and stuff, and he did a phenomenal job. So, mm-hmm. you know, writers sometimes it's it's very tough. You can't really put the blame all on on the actor or on the writers. Kind of like a collective thing. And, yeah. So. And a lot of times it's the right <laughs> a lot of yeah and it's like oh i wish someone else wrote this because they could have fully fledged and used their potential and whatnot but i mean it is what it is i mean making films is hard bro yeah it's not easy making films is hard it's and, not easy but writing's probably i mean that's where it starts right like that's exactly where it starts and then you have your your pre-production and you have to gain your your traction through your team and, and kind of try to mm-hmm. but if you it, don't have a good script in the first mm-hmm. place i mean it's screwed from the beginning pretty it's much. tough but i mean i think this is a perfect time to mention actually uh with everything going on and, and, and kind of the new wave for for information and the internet and, and stuff like we have uh some people who are trying to actually come up with films and in, in different ways and yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. if you want to get into that yeah 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 so this is uh actually an article i found i found it on short of the week which was actually a website that was mm-hmm. recommended to us by a professor at our school. So I yeah. check it like all the time. For, oh, do you actually? Yeah, I check it pretty often just for articles because I feel like it has pretty interesting ones, like new things and film and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So um, I was checking it out. And the first one that they had on there was something that just like was really interesting to me. And it basically, for the most part, had to do with like these two um these two filmmakers that yeah. are trying to fund their film through nfts like building yes building the world uh like this world you know creative world and then having implementing things like this where people can support them by like if they're really into it they can yeah. buy an nft and like mm-hmm. help them fund their film and mm-hmm. in return i mean that's uh, nft is like some uh you know form of currency too at this point too so. right and that's just insane to me because you're funding a film, right? Um, you're trying to sell. Let me give this example. For Imagine if Star Wars was being made now, right? It's a brand new project. And, and what we, with what we know, all these characters, you know, all the Skywalkers, all the Siths and whatnot. Imagine being able to be part of that funding by buying like an image of like Luke Skywalker right. and saying, oh, I own a Luke Skywalker or I own a Darth Vader or I own a Yoda. Like you are part of that funding mm-hmm. you know you contributed to to the process of the filmmaking yeah. and in return you you own a piece of yeah. that and it's something project. that will like can will like over time you know yeah get more valuable and stuff like that too. no exactly because like now transitioning to what's known as um kind of the new web mm-hmm. there's like a, a we're really transitioning into this new wave of what we know as the internet mm-hmm. like before obviously like 
back in like when the internet was first coming up what was it it was like a, a server full of information that you can pull up and yeah. read stuff on whatever oh i it's like a huge encyclopedia mm. and then it transitioned more into not only is like information but then you can also voice your opinion that's mm. where like social media came into hand yeah. like now i can start posting my my like opinions on stuff and uploading and sharing my personal stuff like you know instagram came along facebook snapchat stuff like that mm. now we're transitioning into so that's web 2.0 if you want to think of web 1.0 as information you're reading it off okay yeah. web 2.0 is now you're adding your personal opinion okay. so other people can read it that's web 2.0 like mm. 2.0 that's uh instagram all the social medias mm. now we're transitioning into what people want to call web 3.0 which is where nfts come in something called like the blockchain comes in which is basically now ownership of what you post mm -hmm. so if you want to think of it okay. as like this linear kind of timeline like i was just mentioning you read an encyclopedia then you also get to share but yeah. now it's what i shared i own yeah yeah yeah. right oh yeah like it's like so, you're a personal asset. so for yeah. example um let's say you're in actually i found some really interesting articles about this and um let me actually bring one up because I really want to read this to you because I think you'd really like this. And this is coming from uh, Coinbase. The people over at Coinbase is a super cool website. Uh, what is a blockchain? And basically, so with NFTs and stuff, there's a new form or in a new way to kind of see ownership, right? And that's what's called the blockchain. And let me read this. At most basic, a blockchain is kind of a list of transactions that anyone can view and verify. And so, like I said, now that things are you're able to kind of prove ownership and stuff. For example, like let's say you post a reel on Instagram or you post a story, whatever you own that. Yeah. Right. Mm. And it can be verified that you own something that you posted. Okay. Right. Yeah. Like you have the rights to it basically. Exactly. Whatever you post, whatever you post. And okay. that's, and it's decentralized. Like you own it. You don't have to go through another person to verify it's there. Anyone can, and can pick up and look through the blockchain. Like, Oh, Curtis owns, this thing or oh i saw there's a transaction where curtis bought this he owns this mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. so going back to like these film people these people who want to fund their projects and stuff let's say you you bought one of the nfts from these people mm -hmm. you own that character yeah it's your ownership you own it you you have the properties to it mm -hmm. and it's just super interesting to think about how like the potential for not only film but like going forward with technology um, and yeah it's just like a new it's just a way to like start funding your own stuff like yeah on your way like 100 like when it comes to film like these guys are doing it and they don't need to go through a studio. You know what I mean? They're like exactly. building this world around their movie mm -hmm. and they're just like getting super deep into like the creative aspect of like world building and yep. like that you can start to monetize different assets and things from it. And that's like what I'm put saying it yeah. out there and people that like, you know, like it, like what you're doing and support what you're doing and want to be a part of it can do that. And you out of it, you get a, your movie made and they get, you know, something dope that, they're excited return. about so yeah in return mm -hmm. and i think the best part is like i was able to be part of that mm -hmm. i bought an nft from these people to fund this film mm -hmm. and i will forever have that ownership and then yeah. you can sell it if there's a market mm -hmm. for it or you can trade it with whoever but mm -hmm. it's like yo i have this picture mm -hmm. or i have whatever kind of intellectual property mm -hmm. and like it's mine and i i can prove that i made this film mm -hmm. i can prove that That's i contributed what, yeah. to you know, I'm part of the process in the community mm. and I can say that I was there yeah, for dude. it. Yeah, dude. I've always liked stuff like that. Like, uh, like have, you know, Kickstarter? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always thought Kickstarter was such a dope platform because yeah, yeah. you can put your project out there. You can 
give people things in return for them funding whatever exactly. you're doing and uh i don't know it's just cool like it's you're building a community around what you're doing and it's really uh mm-hmm. i don't know it's, it's and really i mean cool. this goes into like it's it's another form of kickstart mm-hmm. yeah right? literally yeah uh, it's just a new form of kickstart mm-hmm. that anyone can really do mm-hmm. and like kind of getting into nfts and stuff um it's super complicated but like it's just it's really um it's just a new way to to kind of get the 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 boat running you know it's mm. it's a new way to kind of build an empire per mm. se mm. um we can get long into a conversation oh, yeah, with mts yeah, that yeah. we can do further on but um mm. i know uh nate just gave us kind of a heads up to to you know for a quick intermission so so let's let them know what we're gonna do at the uh so at the break yep or right now we're gonna take a little break and then while we're gone we're gonna watch some trailers and then we're mm-hmm. gonna come back and I've seen some of them. I don't think Alex has seen all of them or any of them, maybe. But so yeah, we're gonna have like real reactions. And so what trailers are, gonna, where are we gonna watch? Real so quick? I know you you might know the list better than me. Actually, is uh, Nope. Yep. Jordan Peele's new movie. Yep. Uh, the uh, ah, it's a maybe you have to bring up the list honestly. So I'm thinking like we can watch like a Doctor Strange trailer. Mm-hmm. Nope. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, Project Adam with like uh uh yeah Ryan that Reynolds. That's i think that's gonna be a good one that seems interesting yeah and uh yeah we'll do just a quick yeah we'll fire, do like see three, what we four think. or five of them and then like come back and give you our quick thoughts on them so yeah yep we'll, we'll be back. back cool all right we're back uh we just finished watching uh a couple of trailers um we're gonna kind of do a little rapid fire segment where we think uh just give our opinion what we think what whether we'd watch it so let's uh start with uh dr strange uh mm. sam raimi director of the original spider-man with uh toby mcguire what'd you think uh yeah dude i'm pretty excited for mm-hmm. it like um uh it looks like there's a lot going on which yeah, is there always is. like kind of like gets me nervous a little bit but i yeah. think marvel is like they're pretty good at handling stuff like that so. marvel's really good at, at handling stuff with their writers i mean for an exception of a couple films that weren't that good but mm. yeah like you said there's a lot going on uh there's like this weird story behind uh scarlet witch and doctor strange and how you know they're both trying to do the same thing but mm. it seems like scarlet witch each other's ways a little bit they get in each other's ways and it seems like there's two different narratives where dr strange is doing the right thing but then scarlet witch is seen in the bad light so she thinks it's not fair mm-hmm. um would you you're gonna watch it oh yeah yeah, yeah, you, yeah. it's it's I, a must watch yeah i think so yeah it's especially after the spider-man i'm yep. like kind of back on marvels i wasn't off marvel side but yep. i was just bored for a little bit and now i'm back so now you got me back yeah. <laughs> now you're back yeah um okay we also watched um jurassic park dominion trailer with uh chris pratt uh director of that actually colin trevorrow uh Mm -hmm. he directed the past jurassic parks uh first second the reboots at least Mm -hmm. um what'd you think of dominion uh dude i am actually pretty stoked on that actually Mm -hmm. from looking at the trailer the cinematography and shots just look really sick in it they do they look really cool and it looks like yeah yeah and they're bringing back old characters yeah seems like they're kind of going all out on this one a little bit i agree Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i wasn't a fan so i liked the first reboot with the first uh the film uh i didn't like the second one after that the most recent one 
I'm on the same boat, yeah. Wasn't a big fan. This one looks promising. Um, actually, we looked up the definition of dominion, and it, it means uh, sovereignty or control, which is the theme behind this film. The dinosaurs are kind of coexisting, so it seems like they're which trying to... It's sick. It's sick, and it, yeah. it looks like they're trying to take control back over of what once was theirs, mm. dominion. Mm. That's actually... That's really cool. I really yeah, like the theme fun. behind I'm there. I'm excited for that. That's kind of how I thought the last one was going to be. It didn't end up like that, but the, yep. it seems like they're... Yeah, this one looks sick. I'm looks excited. Sick. It, so yeah. you're gonna watch yeah definitely. i'm definitely gonna watch that one too mm -hmm. another really interesting one we all yeah, love ryan reynolds you yeah. like ryan reynolds i do yeah, yeah yeah this one the adam project um director sean levy he also directed free guy and then night at the museum actually which i'm a fan of both of those yeah, yeah. I, I didn't see free guy mm -hmm. uh i think you mentioned it was i did good. i liked it and night of the museum is like super classic classic i think that's such a classic so movie. the adam project mm -hmm. what do you think i'm excited bro like interesting story given, given like his lineup of movies i didn't realize he had done night at the museum but like that is like a childhood one for mm -hmm. me like super like he has just yeah interesting ideas for movies yeah and it builds cool worlds so oh 100 and mm -hmm. it like this adam project film it, it kind of deals with like this time travel paradox mm -hmm. where he he links up with his former self as a kid he's now mm -hmm. an adult ryan reynolds mm -hmm. him and his former self as a kid team up to stop the creation of time travel which is a paradox in itself because really if you yeah. stop time travel then it stops them from being able being to chime, able to, yeah, to, to time, time travel, travel to even stop it in the yeah, first place yeah it's kind of got like it, it really messes with yeah, you so I, it's a cool weird. concept yeah looks a bit more futuristic i wonder who triton travels to where the kid goes yeah. to the future or maybe he goes back to the past i don't know mm -hmm. so i guess we'll see what that looks like but yeah definitely, definitely would watch definitely and it's definitely a netflix original yeah that's yeah, really yeah. cool which yeah yeah that's really cool definitely gonna watch yeah yeah i'd, I'd say i'd check it out too yeah. so so far it's pretty good mm -hmm. um this last one we want to talk about i think most popular and more most anticipated would be nope nope, nope by jordan peele his uh God. new one coming out what a guy yeah dude. what a guy he's been on a good run dude can we talk about his his transition from what he used to do with jordan and peel to to yeah. what it is now both both of which are like such good projects on their own like the comedy I've, i love jordan dude uh, funny love Keenan funny Peele, yeah. remember a uh, substitute teacher oh absolutely dude yeah. oh my I god up and then like you got you just got so many classic skits when it comes classics. to classics and peel but like I, I would have never, yeah, expected him to transition into, like, horror like, and thriller like he did. And so with, he kills it. So before we talk about, like, the previous stuff he's done, what do you think of Nope, the trailer, at least? Oh, man, I'm, I'm like, really stoked for this one for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Because uh, just Alien. Like, it seems like an it Alien movie. It seems like it, kind of. At least to me it does. Like, it really seems like it's going to be an Alien thing. And the idea of, like, Jordan Peele doing something yeah. like that. I want to see what he does with it. So... With Jordan Peele in the last two movies, which were what were the last two? So movies? it was the first one was Get Out, Get Out, and, and then, then after that he did Us. Uh, so with those two, and now what it seems like with this one, he's very subliminal about the messages that he wants to send. Right? Mm -hmm. He's very cryptic about what he sends, but he does it in a way that it's so intriguing. It's like psychological. It's a thriller, right? So it mm -hmm. keeps you on your toes. What we just saw here. I don't know what it really deals with. I, you said it was like about, well, it started with like a ranch, a horses, mm. they train horses to, yeah, to be in films. I think so. Yeah. It's that's what, what it seems like. like me, yeah. They're on a movie set. They're talking mm. about all these the horses you yeah. know, for Hollywood. Cause it seems like she's trying to pitch like exactly her horses are the best for yeah. the film or whatever. And then it immediately cuts to straight. Nah, that's not what this is about. Yeah. There's this huge, like, submerging cloud. Mm. We don't know what's in there, but no. it like gets closer. Yeah. Everyone freaks out. 
and it starts sucking people up into the sky yeah, and dude. messing with everything. So he's he's always got cool aesthetics. In his he does. He always got very like specific things in his movie yeah. where you're like, that's gonna mean something no matter what. Like it's gonna have some kind of other exactly. To so it. I'm just at a loss of words because I don't <laughs> I don't know what to no, expect. Yeah. His trailers are always crazy to me he's, he's got some of the best trailers in my oh 100 percent. who would have yeah. thought like we knew like obviously as being creators with jordan peele and stuff mm. um we just knew he always had something in the works oh yeah and it just to see him transition into the director and writer role and oh, to man. see him flourish he's absolutely killing it bro he's just got such attention to detail like he does real good attention to detail like almost like a kind of like stanley kubrick a little bit like yeah. almost on that level kind yeah, of like yeah, when yeah. i think of like a uh, gosh, such a classic, and I can't think of the film, but where he's isolated in the uh, The Shining. The Shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, kind of mm-hmm. like that, like, very, like, he just, attention to detail is, like, yeah. through the roof. So, uh, yeah, and anything he puts out kind of now, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm yeah. going to see it, bro. Dude, you know who Jordan Peele reminds me of, actually? Mm-hmm. And it kind of ties into, like, just progressing and, and kind of perfecting your craft and, like, expanding to different genres of different things. I see Jordan Peele as like Donald Glover, Childish Gambino. Oh, yeah. yeah you know yeah. what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. start off as like skits and like stand up yeah. comedy. He did stand up comedy yeah. to now being known as this renowned, yeah. like, very multi talented. Multi talented with his Childish Gambino stuff and his mm-hmm. album. And it just, that's what Jordan Peele reminds me of. Dude. Just like this jack of all trades, kind Dude, of a huge bag of his arsenal. Just a little like drop. Childish Gambino was like easily the best concert I've ever been to. Really? Life. Yeah. You went to it, dude. I'm jealous. It was, was really it? good. How long ago? It was uh, it was before COVID, so it was mm-hmm. like maybe I don't know three three years. Where ago, was it? Three or four years ago. It was um at the Coyotes place where they. Oh played. really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Shout out the Coyotes. Yeah. Shout Arizona. Out yeah, yeah. Arizona. Childish Gambino. It was super sick concert, but yeah, that is just to go off on a little. I want to ask you this because Childish Gambino is known for being very theatrical and and like really playing a role. Like when you're at that concert, was how was it? Like oh, dude, it was a production, bro. That exactly. Yeah, it was a production. Like he puts on a show, bro. Yeah, yeah, and it it was a. Vince Staples opened up for him. Did he? That's sick. sick. It was a good concert, but yeah, he he put so like. You had the stage, and then you had, like, a circle, and he's, like, standing in the circle, mm-hmm. singing, and everyone's around him. It just felt like it's so sick. It was kind of, like, more old school, it felt like. More old, old school. school? Old school performance, like, I don't know, like, it wasn't just, like, the stage, and then you have the fans. Mm-hmm. It was, like, they were immersed, like, with his performance a little bit more. It was really So it was, really like, cool. a stage, and then it was, like, a yeah. ring around? Yeah, yeah, and, like, everyone's wow. kind of standing around him. And it was it was really cool. Yeah, that kind of reminds me. Did you ever watch the Donda listening event with Kanye? Uh, you know, what I'm I talking about. It was like it. Uh, it was the mound, and then his yeah. old house was it like mean? huge, right? Huge, and yeah. it was the same thing. It was like huge. It's like this main yeah. stage, okay, and there's yeah. just the fat circle around with the audience, mm-hmm. and it was just like immersive, like you said. Like it yeah. was just a kind of a 3D spiral like mm-hmm. view rather than just a. Kind yeah, of yeah. I, traditional I, I, stage. I didn't watch it, but I seen pictures of it, and it it looked impressive. <laughs> yeah, dude. So that's what that reminds me of. Yeah. But um, that's it. You Childish Gambino, man. Yeah. And um, it's funny. Did you see uh that ties into Childish Gambino? Uh, I know a huge fan of Chance the Rapper. Yeah. Uh, he's actually dropping an album this mm-hmm. month, March. Really? Yeah, he he released like a couple like uh teasers on on his Instagram. What have, What have you thought of his uh, newer stuff? I know a lot of people are going to hate me. I know Nate, too, because he loves the album. But I don't know, dude. I'm just not a big fan of 
<laughs> I'm not a fan of the big day. Granted, yeah. he's talented, you know, uh, huge star, independent, you know, yeah. for the people and stuff and whatnot. So his messages are still clear yeah. in his albums, but the big day, <laughs> um, not a fan. Yeah. Not a fan. I wasn't all. really either. I thought it was all right, but I, I uh, it had a good, it had some good hits at like eternal, uh, I think that's it, <laughs> in my opinion. It was a cool album. Production was good. Dude, I, I got to give a quick shout out to the new Snot album really quick. Uh, mm. Ethereal. Okay. I've listened to it start to finish probably over 20 times. Really? Straight Snot. up. Snot. Yeah, I've dude. I've listened to the it, Snot. It's really good. What kind of genre is that? So it's kind of like, ah, dude, it's kind of experimental too. Like, I don't know how to describe it really. Mm-hmm. Other than like, I think of it as like underground rap, like kind of like. Okay. I think we touched. Yeah, we talked about Nylavel, which is another artist I really like. But, oh yeah. Uh, right. It's not. He just dropped an album like really not that long ago. It was pretty recently, and uh, dude, it came out of nowhere to me too. I didn't know about it. Okay. And I have literally listened to it front to back. Like, when did it drop? Twenty times probably. It probably dropped like a month or so ago. And then just listens through and on repeat like really constantly. It's. Yeah. So what would you say is the best part of the album? Because I don't know. Like I said, I've, I don't know what kind of vibe it is. Or I would say the last four songs, like really like you like literally listening to it from start to finish is mm-hmm. like the best way. Because it just like each song like goes right into the next song. Like, it all so, fits. It connects. Yeah, dude. It's just a really he really did a good job on it. So hey, shout out. Snot. What's it called? It's called like Ethereal. Ethereal. Shout yeah. out Snot. Go take a listen. I'm I'm definitely gonna have to yeah. check it out now. Just I, I kinda wanna just expand on Dude, let me make sure it's called Ethereal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> While he does that, um one album that I was kind of on the same boat where where you said you've listened to it like twenty times through, The Weekend. Don FM. Ethereal. Ethereal. Okay, let's uh Let's tr- ethereal. Uh, I'm just gonna take this soundbite of me saying ethereal and place. <laughs> Please, it yeah. With every sound I just said ethereal. So say the word ethereal. E- ethereal. Okay. There we go. Now he's gonna, now gonna plug, plug it that in. into every single time that I say <laughs> ethereal. Not belittling snot. Shout out snot. No, let's, uh, absolutely not. Backtrack. Ethereal. Ethereal. I love that dude. Ethereal. Um. Yeah. Sorry, but you were saying. I, so an album I've listened to 20 times through or more since it dropped. Mm-hmm. Dawn FM. The weekend. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh yeah. Okay. Have you listened to it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good, dude. And it's not like the old school vibe of like trilogy and stuff that he's dropped before. More like the darker tone, melodic, kind yeah. of like down bad. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. It's more of the eighties vibe, more like yeah, the dude. pop Michael Jackson retro, vibe. Very yeah. retro. Mm-hmm. And it sounds very similar to what he dropped before mm-hmm. with After Hours. I don't know if you've listened to After yeah. Hours. Mm-hmm. His well, it turns out he's in the making of a second trilogy. Oh cool. with like this eighties kind of vibe. So it's um after Hours and now Don FM. Mm-hmm. He's apparently going to drop a third album where it fits the same kind of status. Dude, but nice. dude, so good. I love The Weeknd. I love The Weeknd in general. Mm. I loved his old stuff, but I like his new stuff, what he's transitioning dude. to. Another person who's kind of expanding their horizons mm. and transitioning. It's fun to see that. Fun stuff. to see that, dude. I love to see you know creators do that. Mm. But dude, oh my God. Don FM. And the really cool thing about it is not just the music itself, but the, the concept of the kind of the story it's very cinematic oh yeah kind of time time yeah. back to the film yeah so he's got cool. he's got jim carrey <laughs> what? he's got jim carrey voicing who is kind of the radio host to a uh 
radio station out of in the middle of nowhere it's called don fm okay like 106 point something you know you turn on the the stations and you listen to Mm 106.9 something like that you know what i mean so jim carrey is actually voicing the radio host to this don fm 10 whatever okay and throughout the whole album if you listen to it like you said like start to finish you know Mm -hmm. how it all connects like you said with snot yeah same idea it's basically the concept very cinematic the concept of this album is you turn on the radio and you're listening to Jim Carrey narrate, oh, you know, sit back and it's super cool voice, like yeah. sit back and turn on and don't you, don't yeah. you escape yet because the light at the end of the tunnel, you're like super, just like <laughs> just, you really feel what he's saying. Yeah. It really puts you in the mood of you're in the middle of nowhere. You have no music. You're mm. not, you're driving by yourself. You mm. turn on Don FM yeah. and it's just a constant radio station of the music that's been playing. Uh-huh. And throughout the whole album, Jim Carrey's just like, all right, on for the next track yeah. and blah, blah, blah. You know, it's super sick. The music content's great. You know what I mean? But like just the cinematic story of it itself, sick, super sick. So I was really stoked by that. I just love when music yeah. does that, when it has that cinematic value yeah. and it's not just here's 20 songs and that kind of reminds me of uh, when they got morgan freeman for the 21 savage yes uh, I, what was it savage mode 2 i saw that yeah, yeah. with like metro Boomin and stuff mm-hmm. yeah yeah that was kind of funny that, that was also a good album yeah, very was, funny oh yeah i love when the, when artists incorporate other people like yeah that, like uh, when like different like mediums like film mm-hmm. and music collab collab like actors and like you know they're all artists they but, are but, in their own respective if they, ways if they put their like minds together they could make something doper than it would have yeah. been otherwise you know so. and you always see like and that's the cool thing about creatives mm. where you have musicians you have artists you have film creators you have athletes and stuff they all come together and, and kind of make this huge thing Dude, where yeah, it just really pleases the everyone fans like and is like using their platform they use their platforms and they're jumping on other mm-hmm. people's platforms more which is like, and they re- really like boost themselves up yeah, and stuff like really cool i don't know if you see sometimes like drake and and, and travis would bring out lebron yeah when he's in la and they're all just having fun and using right. that platform to kind of mm-hmm. you know put on a show for people yeah it's sick I, I love seeing that just like it's it's good energy. Yeah, it's good. It's, good. It's, cool. it's cool. Speaking of basketball, I don't know how long or how much you want to dive into it, but mm-hmm. Jonah's team, Jonah's team, yes, Jonah's thank, team thank with. You. So yes. I know we touched a bit on it last episode, but yeah. do you want to kind of give a what it is, what we're usually talking about when we say yeah. Jonah's team or yeah. this basketball team? So Jonah, he's a part of Film Fred. So yep. he's out in Bullhead working. Uh, he's working on his documentary right now, uh, which is a documentary about. His old high school team, which is a uh, Mojave Accelerated Learning mm-hmm, Center, Mojave. yep, and that's in, out in Bullhead. Out in Bullhead, okay, cool, yeah. Cool, cool. And this team that uh, has been at the school, these kids have been together for a really long time, playing basketball together, mm-hmm. and uh, they're just a good squad, bro. And uh, I, I asked him before because I, I wasn't sure if he wanted me to like spoil it or anything, but yeah. I realized I was being an idiot, and I'm like, it's already online anyway. <laughs> Shout out, Jonah. <laughs> Shout out, Jonah. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, they won. They won the championship, they did. bro, so they're champions. So yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler alert, I guess. Not really. I mean, it's, it's not. like like I said, like I mentioned before, imagine, yeah. like, making a documentary on the Lakers when they won the 2020 ring mm-hmm. and, like, oh, we don't want to spoil the end. It's like, dude, right, it's a yeah. live event. They won yeah. the championship. <laughs> like, know. you can't spoil you a can live look event. It up. Yeah. Look it up. It's yeah. there. So, yeah, big shout-out <laughs> to them, bro. I was at the championship. Oh, game. yeah, you were there filming. You yeah, were helping I was them? helping them film it, and mm-hmm. it, it was out in – Prescott and uh it was at actually the Suns G League Stadium. No way. Yeah, it was at the Suns okay, G League word. Stadium and I was on the floor filming with him and mm-hmm. yeah, dude, they, they fucking won, bro. That's sick. They won. Yeah. Undefeated on the season and won. So So 
Yeah. I don't, you don't have to keep revealing. Obviously, we're going to see the documentary mm-hmm. once it comes out. But it, it really follows the team. It follows the individuals, mm-hmm. kind of the story arc of how they started from the beginning. Is it mm-hmm. preseason or beginning of season? Yeah, it's, uh, it's preseason, kind of kinda yeah. like around trials is when it starts. But What month? Just uh, to give a timeline. Ooh. It was 2021? Yeah, it was 2021 when we probably started like August. filming. So, yeah. Because it it's probably, like high school, right? It was around August, I want to say. Okay. August, September. Yeah, I think it was around August. Okay. And, uh, yeah, that was when we first did the first interviews. And it basically follows, like, this group of kids that have just been, you know, they got really good chemistry because mm-hmm. they've known each other for a really long time. Mm-hmm. They've just been playing together for a really long time. So, mm-hmm. they just they get, all get along really well. They all play together really well. The coaches have been with these kids for right. a really long time right. and they really they just care about each other a lot so it's important man yeah dude so it's like it's really cool <laughs> those are the ingredients to a good documentary oh yeah just dude. because that'll hook you emotional content oh, yeah, like that yeah because yeah. it's more than just them winning basketball games it's, yeah it's like their relationship with each other at the end of the day regardless of it's if you're following like a you know film or music whatever it's not necessarily the content it's more so the story behind the people the characters you know Mm -hmm. what i mean that emotional core that's what's Mm -hmm. gonna hook you yeah definitely and i think like i said good ingredients to make a good documentary he he picked a good one bro (laughs) like to to think like when he started that they're gonna Mm -hmm. be champions in the end and undefeated on the season yeah Stars kind of aligned for sure. There you so go. It's a it's sick, dude. It's I'm dude. I'm happy. Big for shout you. out to Jonah and the big shout out. The I'm happy. Team out there, champions, bro. Yeah. Dude, I'm sure they went crazy. They did. It was fun. Um, but I uh, I mean, speaking of like Suns League and whatever, what do you yeah. think of the Phoenix Suns so far dude, with so, these past? Yeah, to three let years? everyone know, I mean, we're we're Arizona based, so yes, we're kind of geeking out on Suns right now. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, we almost made it last year, dude. Went so, to the finals, yeah, and then so close against the Bucks. Giannis absolutely stomps us, dude. In the finals, but the hey, credit to him, bro. Yeah, the atmosphere here in Arizona when the Suns made the finals, oh, it was electric. It was bro. insane, bro. It was fun, That's dude. what they called Rally the Valley. Yeah, dude. like dude, it was just this army like stomping through, just so full sick, support, dude. Like we hadn't had something like that to get excited about in a long time. In a long time, and then the Suns yeah. ended, up, ended up now, although controversial, because a lot of people say, "Oh, if the Suns played healthy teams, they wouldn't have made it." Because granted, come on, the Suns yeah, did place the teams, and some of the players were hurt, yeah. but that's the game. Every team, like every and team. Like that. What Chris Paul got hurt uh, our against, first game. First game in the. He also got hurt against Clippers. Remember? Yeah, yeah. So he missed like I think first it's two not games. Like we didn't have to go through. That's it. what I'm saying. And yeah. it's not the Suns' fault that they kept their players healthy. Like you can't really. Yeah. You know. Sorry. Sorry for being healthy. You know, it's not. But dude, they they made it through the Lakers, mm-hmm. which they thought was impossible. Yeah. Then they swept the Nuggets. Mm-hmm. Four owed them. That's that the dude. That video of Booker just. Yeah, dude. Sweeping the floor after that last game. Insane. We had, like, the perfect memes for, like, every single part of, like, the The dude who got run. into a fight with yeah. the Nuggets player. Yeah. Remember that? Yeah, Suns are four, baby. And then, yeah, got swept. And then ran through the that Clippers. took a picture with Jamal he Murray. He did. He did. And he also got a signed thing by Booker in a yeah. jersey. Suns so and four. And, he, and and Booker wore a shirt of him. Yeah. Remember that? The Suns Some and buddies four. buddies that went to the game got a picture with him. That's insane. So funny, bro. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. But then, um, yeah, like I said, went through the Clippers mm-hmm. um, without a Kawhi, but still. Yeah. Like, they were a good team still. Good, oh, yeah. Great chemistry. Uh-huh. Good ball. Yeah, definitely, yeah. And Paul George... This might be an unpopular opinion, but I just don't think Paul George is that guy. <laughs> he's, I don't think he's that guy. I just to say it. A lot of people say, say he's the most unclutch player it, yeah. in the playoffs, which yeah. mm-hmm. to each their own. I'm not going to hate. He's mm-hmm. still a baller. Mm-hmm. He's still a baller. But, Definitely a baller, yeah. But the whole Patrick Beverly pushing Chris Paul. <laughs> 
insane. God, <laughs> dude, what a menace. He's just a barking chihuahua. Yeah, dude. But then the Bucks, bro. Suns were up 2-0 for mm-hmm. people who don't really follow basketball or didn't just really keep up with the NBA mm-hmm. last season. In the finals, and uh, Suns had home advantage. So the, that means, yeah. what, the first game and the second game, they played in Phoenix. Yep. The Suns went up 2-0. Yeah. Everyone's like, it's over. It's yeah. like, historically, it's very difficult to beat those odds if you're oh, up yeah. 2-0. Most definitely. And then Bucks won four in a row. Yeah, Lee, and it just crushed they the spirits. To to us. Crushed the spirits. It was rough, dude. But it, I remember after it ended, just the feeling of like, man, we really made it to the finals, bro. We really fucking made it to the finals. And it's crazy. The addition with Chris Paul, sure, he's washed up. He's a veteran. He's not going to be that skillful. It's not about that. It's more about the mentality and the leadership, what he's going to add. He's already built up players like Cam Johnson, which shout out 38 points last game without without Paul or Booker. 38 points, game winner. Insane. Oh, my gosh, dude. Great game. Great Great game, Cam. Great um, game, Cam. But, yeah, he built up players like Cam Johnson, Mikal Bridges, Mm. DeAndre Ayton, huge player for Book as well. Dude, he's just... All these pieces that we already had and, and made just, them like he was the key, bro. He was the key that we needed. And I guarantee you that even after he retires or season ends and stuff, doesn't want to play, he's still going to be involved in the organization somehow. I think he loves it here. I, he loves the Valley. Yeah, you I know what I mean? It and it's here. a great fit for him. Yeah. And it's sad to see that it showed up at the end of his career. Yeah. But if he gets the ring, he gets the ring. I hope we can get it for him. It would just be a great story. Yeah, it would be great. Great bro. story. I really want to get him that ring. Great story. Yeah. It would be so sick. And um, but yeah, well, hey, they haven't lost a step either. Let's let's uh, give them credit for like what they're doing this season yep. too. They're uh, fifty wins already. So. Fifty wins, and they're they at the top, right? Step. They're right above uh, Golden State as of right now. Yep. Yeah, so they're uh, in first. A couple games. Yeah. Couple games. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see what the season looks like. Lakers are a mess. Uh, Portland's <laughs> looking crazy. The storylines are storylines are insane, bro. The West is crazy. The East is very competitive as well. Bulls, mm-hmm. Heat, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, but yeah, shout out the Suns. Though. Shout out the Suns. Shout out Phoenix, Arizona, man. Shout out Arizona as a total. Yeah, dude. It's Just dope the, over here. Is is building up and it's here. building quick yeah, so you either hop quick. on the train or you step aside yes sir yeah <laughs> you know what i mean but i uh, hey, appreciate you guys for being here appreciate yeah. all the viewers out there and all the listeners to supporting we're just gonna keep growing keep doing what we do keep talking about what we want to talk absolutely uh it's gonna be a journey film frat and film yeah, frat forever you know yeah, what i'm saying man, wave the flag until it. we die yes sir yes, and sir. uh have fun with it like always we appreciate your the support we're gonna keep coming out and keep showing out keep showing the love as long as you do we'll be here yeah man we're you know what i mean respect. if there are people who want to listen then there's people who hey, want to talk there's people that want to listen and we we like doing this stuff so there you go so, so yeah until then catch y'all later catch y'all later peace out